0: Welcome to Span Reads, not your typical rereads podcast, a 17-star series where we reread the Cosmia and our giant nerds about it. Today, we will be talking about bands of mourning and looking at it from a cosmia-wide perspective. Joining me is Mish.
1: Hello! Also known as First Rainbow Rose. Also joining me is
0: Ian.
2: Hey, I'm your writer.
0: And also joining me is Rosemary. Hi, I'm K And I am Jessie or Lady Lameness. Today we will be talking full Cosmere spoilers up to and including Rhythm of War, which was the most recent book to be released. So if you're watching this in the future and you're wondering why aren't you guys talking about Lost Metal, it's because we don't have it yet. And we are jealous of you all for having it currently when you watch this. I guess we might have gotten it before you, but...
1: We're, we are either also way. jealous of our future selves. Yes, very yes, jealous yes. of our future selves. Those who are wondering, but why aren't you talking about this thing? We are jealous of you for knowing about the thing that we are not talking about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We are
3: talking to you from the past. Hello, future... Hello, future
0: you will me. Hear about oh wait, that's the future
2: from our perspective.
3: Oh,
0: game
2: is a weird suit. and so very wibbly wobbly, wibbly wobbly,
1: timey wimey. Yes. You know what's funny is Brandon doesn't do a lot of time travel. At least at this
2: point, like, there uh, are he's, upset like, this. Said, like he's not going to handle it in the Cosmere because he doesn't want to deal with it. <laughs> I in mean, the that's
3: fair. Yeah, it, it's a mess. That's fair. I would. Want- no matter how well you do time travel, someone is going to criticize something because they think it works differently than you do.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's hard to do time travel in a story that's not about the time travel.
3: So wider Cosmere implications. So, I feel like we need to start with Kelsier, guys. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Kelsier. Kelsier, yeah. Kelsier, Kelsier.
0: There's also the difference between if we started with this point after Bands of Mourning and Secret History had been released versus after Rhythm of War has been released. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: There's so a few more implications. Kelsier's Thidecar. Kelsier yep. has been interfering freaking everywhere that he can get his little fingers on you yep. and he still hasn't managed to get off of scadriel but he's got minions and
0: assuming that the timeline brandon has most recently talked about i believe is still correct where era two falls somewhere between the end of stormlight five and six or seven i think
2: oh, originally it was like oh it takes place between five and six like because there is a like in world a gap of like 10 15 ish years potentially um but he's somewhat walked that back and says like it might be as late as like stormlight 7 or 8
0: well going off that in rhythm of war mraze does say that they know how to get uh highly invested people off of um out of systems They just don't have the means to do it, which really sounds like Kelsey knows he can and how to get off of Skadriel. He just
1: can't currently do it. Because probably there aren't any pools to like-
2: Well, I, I think it's more than that.
1: Yeah,
3: I wonder if he He's simply hasn't gotten the- hold of his skeleton, his own skeleton yet?
0: It seems to be more than or- that, though, because it seems to be any highly invested people. So even Radiance would have problems mm-hmm. just up and going to a
1: different well, system. Oh, so I think
2: it's this
0: because
1: may not even-
2: red. It's like... They they could leave, but they would have to leave their run behind, which is not something they'd want to do.
3: Because Kelsier is more than just a highly invested person; he's a Mm -hmm. cognitive shadow, and that causes Mm -hmm. other problems. Yeah, that means he's more strongly linked to his planet than
2: than average. Yeah, but um the returned are also cognitive shadows vasher it's very obviously not on his home world anymore
1: that's so it, it
2: is possible
0: but it does it begs the question where the hell is he because he's still in scadriel but he doesn't seem to be in the south anymore from the way that they talk about it is that he kind of turned up gave him some stuff and then he buggered off i mean so where, where is, is he
3: he's <laughs> hanging out in, in in the middle of Elendel. Just chilling, doing oh, his guiltier thing, and no an one knows he's it. there. Mm-hmm. I mean, because just because we haven't seen him on screen doesn't mean he's not nearby, and essentially. And when
0: we find out that we have seen him on screen and he's been, like, one of these side characters all
3: along, and then
0: Brandon just hasn't
3: told us. Is Kelsier all along? Again? <laughs>
2: <laughs> he just needs like a bit of a hood like ha- hide half his face because <laughs> giant spike through an eye kind of noticeable yeah but,
3: uh, just you know eye patch Oh, that, uh, they'll hide that right up right
1: I <laughs> at mean, least he has hair and
2: can hide the back mm-hmm. unlike marsh who just has two spikes and a bald head
1: could <laughs> you though could you like chop off the back hi- have your hair Have it sunk far enough into your eye socket that like an eye patch could cover it. Mm, Probably. Like just get mush to punch him in the face and like push it further back and then they can
0: match.
3: How big Kelsier's spike is, because it doesn't necessarily have to be the size of an Inquisitor spike. It yeah. just needs to be big enough to 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 see, to staple him to the body, essentially. Uh, and most of the reason Inquisitor spikes were so big was because the Lord Ruler wanted them to look intimidating. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be that big. So maybe he just is using an eye patch to cover it up.
2: Also, fun fact, allergy does not make you bald. That is a word of Brandon that exists. Just gonna Okay,
3: good good to know, I guess. Um, well, it's like
2: all the Steel Inquisitors are bald. And so somebody asked, like, is that because they shaved their head or does allergy make them bald? I mean, it's one of my favorite word of Brandon's because it's so funny.
1: That's fantastic. But it's a good thing to know, too. But I do wonder, we don't know where Kelsey
0: got the knowledge for the Southerners. But how is that going to play in in like the Ghostbloods and Roshar and the wider Cosmere going forward if he's had that knowledge for what like 300 years up till this point and could just give that to people potentially, depending on what's actually required of it? He could have spread this a lot further than the Southerners. I think.
3: Mm-hmm. I almost wonder he, if he somehow guilted or manipulated Harmony into giving him some of that information because Har- we know Harmony doesn't like hemolurgy, and this is bypassing some of that and if Kelsier was going to go and start just hemolurging the crap out of everything, Harmony's like, no do this instead, you're going to do a lot less damage and maybe right. I mean that would at least explain where he figured something out that no one else knows.
0: There's also the possibility that it's not entirely scadrian magic
2: um i think ben has a big theory that like there's non-scadrian magic involved Mm. but but Kelsier did hold preservation for a while that's That's true true. so So he he
3: might know things mm -hmm. just from that
2: enough to make him dangerous and start asking the right questions so like When he does experiment, he actually has a direction that is useful. But I don't think he would spread the use of medallions widely through the Cosmere.
1: I don't think he's... Kelsier. seems like the type of character where he would selfishly guard anything Mm -hmm. he can. Like, he chats up with Spook because Spook is somebody who he knows. And Spook Mm -hmm. is willing to chat with him. But... I'm willing to bet that he doesn't. I think Spook shares more of the information than Kelsier does because Kelsier seems like the type of character where he's like, uh-uh, I'm keeping this for me so I can do the cool stuff and you can't stop.
2: See, I, I do disagree with that. He would give it to the people he trusts, That's, which is okay. like his crew. That's yeah. So it's like he wouldn't sell it to like, oh, you random person from another planet. He's not going to give it to him. Like his people, like, yeah, he, I don't think he would have any issue. So it's like Southern Skadrian's like, Reversed Event engineered a lot of their technology um, from what he gave them. But and the ghost Bloods, presumably would have access to it. At
1: least some I of them. don't think most of the ghost Bloods would. I think that it's probably a lot more likely that there's... Well, you know, remember, the-
3: there is someone who is ethnically Southern Skadrian, who is part of the Ghostbloods on Roshar. <laughs> yeah, And it's entirely possible that whoever she's descended from brought that knowledge with them from Skadriel. Yeah. And that is how the Ghostbloods have that. Yeah, like Someone flight, that Kelsier like- trusted, you know, 100 yeah. years ago, who moved, who moved off planet and has brought that information with.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. My brain just went down the rabbit hole of what if Spook is alive and in the Ghostbloods? And one of the
1: higher up members. I'd
2: be annoyed. I don't like Spook to begin with. So
1: (laughs) I don't think Spook Spook seems like the type where at the end of the day he'd be like, No, I just want to be dead. However, Breeze's wife, I could totally see her. Yeah. I could totally see her being the type. Breeze Mm -hmm. would be like, nah, I'm
2: good. But I could see... I I don't think Kelsey would have recruited her though. Because she's a noble. Like that's fair. Yeah. And, And like when I say like give it to the ghost i mean in the general terms of like the intergalactic galactic cosmic organization the people on roshar may or may not have medallions i d- don't know how effectively they can be used at this point elsewhere just in terms of resources mm-hmm. but like his core team that like works directly with him almost certainly
3: yeah. And of course, if someone on Roshar got hold of a medallion, they would just say, Oh, this is an interesting Fabriel. I wonder what it does. You know, they, they're just going to say, Oh, this is another kind of Fabriel. And yeah. somebody give Navani yeah. medallions, please.
0: Oh. <laughs> She'll have a
3: field day. Then you're going to have all of the science.
2: Oh. Well, it's like, that's if they can even get it to work. Because, yeah. like, it does require knowledge. Like, you have to know what it is for it to function. And it's like, is like, oh, put this on you and it makes you able to store your weight or like change Witt your knows, weight. Wit knows. Wit knows.
3: And yes. he would 100%, he might very well tell Yasna if she poked hard enough.
2: Oh, yeah. Especially but it's like, she it's how in the much, right place. But how much knowledge do you need? Like, do you need to be able to understand Allomancy and Frugmi? Do you just need to know what that specific ability is? Like, there are questions.
3: And and we should also talk about the fact that Chris was on planet and never got to find out about these battalions on screen. She talked to Wax,
2: but had no idea. Oh, I don't think she's leaving schedule quite yet. She's no. going to know. Like, as soon as ship. there is a giant airship in the sky over Ellendel, she's like, she's got to figure things out real quick.
3: Nah, Naz, clear my calendar for the next decade. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, that's actually Get assuming she doesn't already know. Yeah, cuz if the south has had connections to the cognitive realm, it's like it, mm. she might have already known. Mm. But one minor point I do want to point out is that this is actually the first on-screen appearance of Chris in the Cosmere. Cuz oh, White Sand White... No, White Sand, mean... Sand was published after this.
3: <laughs> okay, so you're you're thinking in publication order not chronological order.
2: Yes, in okay. Chronolo- okay. in publication order. This is the first appearance of Chris in the Cosmere.
3: Unless you count the Ars Arcana.
2: Yes, but at this point, I don't, I'm not even sure we knew that Chris was the Ars Arcana writer yet. I don't We, we knew for
3: a while. I know, That's I true. know we knew for a while.
2: But we, yeah, it's like, it's because we've known for so long. I don't remember when the exact,
3: I'm, I'm pretty sure it was before. Shadows and Bands were were published, because I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I had that knowledge before. Mm-hmm. But still, on screen is
0: different, to Has
3: written a thing. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: This is the first time we get to see her, not her. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Then we yeah. see her in um, Secret History. Then we get her actual first appearance in the Cosmere, which is White Sand Volume 1.
1: Of course, the other really big Cosmere thing is uh, what uh, Sezad is dealing with. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah, and uh, the The planet is under siege. Yeah, which, by the way, that imagery is so cool. It is. So, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Like, I'm with
2: something autonomy, one hundred percent. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Trell is linked oh. to autonomy or is an avatar of autonomy. I'm I'm 100% in Ian's corner on that.
2: Yeah, it's like, it's like no I, doubt in my mind.
1: I
0: could kind of see the argument for Odium, but then Rhythm of War came out, and I very much stuck <laughs> with the autonomy camp. That yeah. is not enough of a time, like, time jump. No, sorry, not time jump. That is not enough of a turnaround time to make that work.
2: And that's... Dupid Foreman named Trell in White Sand. <laughs> like, Brandon. I'm Why very curious what saying? the explanation is, because if there isn't an explanation, I'm going to be furious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Autonomy just needed a name and like ran into the guy one day. I was like, I like your name, mate. And uh, Stolen used it Mm -hmm. and that's that's the explanation so i know that's
1: the most australian thing i've ever heard you say
0: (laughs) (laughs) well see someone said ages and ages ago that i'm losing my australian accent uh on a i can't even remember what shark it was it was in the comments so i now have to sprinkle it in uh,
3: more and more, you are not losing your accent. I promise, and it it, it it's natural that it'll fade somewhat because you'll get used to hearing yeah. American English. And
2: no, it, it, it's to say shrimp to... on the Barbie, and you're fine.
3: <laughs> See, you're now banned from ever going to Australia
0: because no one says shrimp, prawns, prawns on the Barbie, mate, prawns. <laughs> Whatever you call them, they're delicious. Dude, these are going to be great outtakes. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: <laughs> but also like in terms of the grand Cosmere, like i do i've mentioned it before i love the conversation with um wax in harmony at the end it gives our like first like in-world exploration of the cosmere afterlife really um that like oh like the body returns to like the earth like your soul um like returns to the spiritual realm or like i think he have ref- first do as the Cosmere and then like your mind goes somewhere that yes. even I cannot follow it's like oh that's cool
0: yeah I mean he's oh, really yeah. doing the god thing
2: yeah like oh. he, he's actually good at the job unlike every other shark
3: every other <laughs> shark doesn't care but cultivation seems to be doing all right
2: but, like, she doesn't have the personal touch. Like no. She, like, she's picky and choosy with the people he she interacts directly with. And, like, she's not... She has ulterior motive, uh, motives at all times. I love her. She's amazing. Not as good as a goddess. Harmony.
0: Yeah, she very much seems like she's a manipulator, but she doesn't have an interest in looking over the planet Roshar. She just wants to mm-hmm. manipulate the people that she's interested in. Mm-hmm.
2: Like. In Shadows of Self, like Ben was on and we had our conversation about Ben really doesn't like what Harmony did to Wax. And it's like his percept, this is, I'm literally going to message him about this as soon as we're done recording. Because like his perception of what Harmony is doing, I feel like is attributing, is like what Cultivation would do. Like I think he's attributing too much of like Cultivation's mindset and how she treats people to Harmony. I can see that. If that makes sense? Yeah.
3: yeah, I think in a lot of ways, Harmony was not fully prepared for what he was going to face, because he's just like, okay, I'm going to fix the planet, and then everything's going to be fine, and oh, crap, there's a now lot I have to more do the of job. these. Mm-hmm. There are a lot more shards out there, and some of them are poking my planet. It's and also, brother. we
0: were talking last time about, because um, I know that I have the idea that Cezad looks at what Harmony is in a very specific way of balancing ruin and preservation and I don't necessarily agree with this but whatever it is I think he's running into problems with it now that he's mm-hmm. got that outside interference and it's like well how do you balance preserving and ruination of things when something is coming to try and destroy everything. You can't keep that balance in the same way that he could when he had free reign to do what he wanted with no one there to keep checks on him, I guess. And mm-hmm. he had all that choice and now he actually has to kind of choose one or the other pre- presumably... More often than he wants
1: to do. So the question is, how long has it been attacking? Is my question. Mm-hmm. Like, was it there but when he imme- immediately took up the mantle? Has it or is it a new addition or is it somewhere well, in between? It Shadows is self the can just say that
0: he's been more distracted. He's obviously got some sort of future sight because like preservation have very good future sight. So he's been setting things up in the same way preservation tried to. I have a small thing. That's just like a small fun thing. The scene where Wayne is changing Marisai's clothing so they could go to the graveyard. I just had such Adeline vibes from it from when he changes his clothes on the ship in Shadesmar and Oathbringer. And I just want them to meet and talk about tailoring now and just talk about fashion. That that, that that would be a very fun conversation to see and see if they can like, outdo each other.
1: Wayne and the Cosmere as a whole would be fascinating to see his adaptability and how he would adapt to all the different characters.
2: Terrifying.
1: I also want to see Wayne... Truly
2: terrifying prospect.
1: Yeah, I also now want to see Wayne and uh, Galadon.
2: I don't think they would like... Galadon's too much of a grump. Like...
1: Exactly. He would not put up with it. And I would love... He he would just shut wayne down and it would all that make- would do would make wayne even more determined to bother him yep. exactly oh it would be i am a little bit of a terrible person but i think that watching those two go at it it would end with skadriel like a wasteland
2: oh other interesting thing that we can talk about This book also marked the first time a non-branded human being wrote something, like wrote prose for the novel, which is Isaac wrote um, Um, the Nikki Savage story in the broadsheet, which does include... That amazing cat name. It it includes an amazing cat name. It also includes Naz and Hoyd, and also a gun that shoots shades that may or may not actually exist don't know but well
1: nas comes from uh Silent. Yeah. yeah 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 he comes from threnody so
3: so if it exists he would certainly have it so, so yeah that, that fits it, it's yeah I'm, yeah I'm really looking forward to the possibility of isaac doing cool. some some co-writing in mistborn oh yeah someday that's going to be a lot of fun
1: is this the book where uh we had the advertisement for the talking uh silverware or was that the last one
2: I I think it's this one.
1: Because everybody always takes that as being a sign of awakened objects. I'm wondering if that's them trying to locate Nightblood, because clearly they have no idea where Nightblood is. And, yeah. so, and
3: someone's got a bounty out on him.
1: Yeah. So I, a lot of people thought that, it, like, I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, well, that's clearly a sign of, you know, oh, awakened objects and things. And a lot of people reference Nightblood. I wonder if that's a subtle way of, hey, Hey, if you've run across this, like, sword that happens to talk, we're looking for it.
3: We're going to couch it in terms of making it not so obvious we're looking for just a sword.
2: Yep. Mm -hmm. It, 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 possibly. Because, like, that is also Chris and Naz. Yeah. Um, I think it says. And, like, I, I don't think there's, like, any one. I don't think it's just to search for mm. anything they do, like, has multiple goals. That's so it's, like, fair. Because, um, like, they might be trying to see, like, we've seen investiture develop sentience on other planets. Like, do invested metals do something similar? Mm. Like
3: mm. That's true. They might be going, well, we, yeah, we know this happens here. So if someone puts something into a metal mind enough. Does it start to
1: talk? Let's find out. I'm now curious about that, too. Could you could you accidentally invest a metal mind enough that it starts to think for itself? Uh, You'd have to be a compounder to even hope to make it happen. But maybe I would imagine at this point, if it was going to happen, the Lord Ruler probably would have done it. Maybe.
2: Maybe. And then he immediately melted that metal down and destroyed whatever he created.
3: Like, He's like, oh, no, no. Like my huh. enough. No, uh, enough. No, I, I cannot deal with this. Nope.
0: Yeah. I've already He's got, boom got boom one voice in my head. I don't need another one.
2: <laughs> yeah. 100% would not put up with
3: that. No. Of course, that might be also their way of trying to get hold of a Pathian earring. Like, oh, I hear a voice sometimes when
1: I put this earring in. That's mm-hmm. true. That's yeah. So thought. it's interesting that there's a few different things that that yeah. one little advertisement can be. Mm-hmm. And that's just how clever Chris
3: is. Yep. I hope we see more out of her in the next book.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, okay. I just remembered something else. Um, we we alluded it to earlier that there one of the Ghostbloods on um, Roshar is of Southern Skadrian descent, specifically Iyadl, who has the weird carapace mask that's grown into her face. But this is the book that we find out like she's like specifically like of Hunter descent because there's. Marasi like has a is like thinking back to the conversation with Alec and like and references like the hunters who somehow grow into their masks. and she didn't understand how that worked. And I'm like, oh, we know. <laughs> Ah. And it's terrifying.
3: It sounds like yeah. a really good way to get the nasty infection.
2: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's
3: kind of just carapace place at that point, right? I mean, if they're having it grow into their skin, though.
2: Yeah. And it's like, I don't think they're using carapace on Skatrio. Yeah,
3: they're just, they're nuts. Yeah, uh... no.
2: So it's like, and it, it's interesting, like, we we saw Yodel, like in Words of Radiance, no idea that She's a southern Skadrian, like not even a possibility in our minds. Then we get this book and it recontextualizes her entire character. Oh,
1: yeah, I remember the lead up of, um, I think book two talk is the one that has um, the broadsheet about people with marbled skin. And everybody was like, oh, look, this is proof of of uh, <clears throat> Parshendi on Skadrial <laughs> and everybody was absolutely positive and then we get bans and it's like uh just kidding
2: yeah yeah it's it's the visitors from other worlds with like this very inhuman face because it's a Mac. yeah and like the person who reported it didn't know that so it's like the little like easter eggs like that like oh like sometimes it's a red herring sometimes it's just like it's you're not going to know what this means until like five books from now it's always fun to like get that Hmm. because it makes rereading books so much more rewarding that like yeah yeah
3: I mean, I know some people are concerned about how much interconnection we're starting to get from the Cosmere books, but it just makes me more excited to keep mm-hmm. reading.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm confident that Brandon will always be careful mm-hmm. of, you know, if you're, if it is your first book that you've ever picked up, he wants to make sure you can enjoy it just as much. Mm-hmm. If it's the first book that you've picked up, as you can, if you are like entrenched from the beginning.
2: Yeah, but if you pick Rhythm of War as your first book, you're making wrong decisions.
0: So. Well, that would be true of any long series if you decided to start with book four.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It works Dresden Files. Oh, but God, I hope so, because so, I'm skipping some of them.
1: <laughs> but Dresden Files is a little bit more episodic. Yeah, Imagine. I know. I was... Harry Potter 4 could I mean Harry Potter is very episodic but even then if you pick up Goblet of Fire for your first book you're gonna have a bit of a bad time it's fine
2: though that reminds me like as a small child I picked up book four in a series that I did not know it was book four in a series until like years later where I actually found the rest of the series I'm like oh okay this it helps that the main character had amnesia for most of the book didn't remember (laughs) A lot of things, so... Uh, yeah. What
1: series was this?
2: Uh, this was the Darkest Rising series by uh, Susan Cooper.
1: I haven't read those ones.
2: It's good. It, it has a wee- very weird emotional place in my life, because it, it doesn't have the happiest of endings. It's a very melancholy ending. But it's, it's a very good series, in my opinion. It's like very foundational to, like, yeah. small I mean, Ian. It's I... a very...
0: Mm-hmm what were you gonna say Jess? I also did that when I was a kid except I think it was the second book and I don't know what the series is called but the book was called Crystal Mask but I think the way the series was set up is the books were still relatively separate to each other like they weren't quite episodic but they looked at like different peoples in the book instead of following like a set of main characters so it was mostly okay but yeah that was not the first book in that series it was it was fine in the end like i love the book but it was a bit confusing to get into that probably should have tipped me off but i don't know i was like seven so it didn't (laughs) and i have
1: have nothing
3: yeah i think we've come to the end of the road of things we're going to think of in this sitting before we (laughs) you know Click end to record and- And pick up
0: the
1: lost a metal. And minutes later go,
3: oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. right.
0: Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for watching, everybody. You can find us at 17 shardcom for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. Leave us a retu- that word? Leave us a review on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, and support us on Patreon. See you all next time. Bye. 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 Bye.